Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to another Flophouse Mini. Now, Flophouse fans know that normally we on the Flophouse watch a bad movie and then mm. we talk about it. True. We do that on alternate weeks. On the yeah. other weeks, we do <laughs> Flophouse Minis. And these are just us doing whatever we want, which has mostly fallen to us uh Running the uh, taking turns running the other two through games that we've invented that uh, <laughs> uh-huh. alternately <laughs> yeah. annoy and terrify them. So, yep. to introduce myself, Flophouse listeners, I will be your captain for this evening, or should I say, the master of ceremonies, as we'll find out soon enough. My okay. name is we're Elliot playing, Kalen. Uh, Apocalypse World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, when we're playing Apocalypse World, uh, which we're living in right now, we're all playing that. So, yeah. my name is Elliot Kalen, and joining me are. I will be your host, your ghost host. But you're not Dan the host. McCoy. I'm the host tonight. But what's your name, Dan? <laughs> I just wanted to I just wanted to say the haunted mansion thing. I'm Dan McCoy. And still and your I'm, ghost host. <laughs> and the, I'm the bit master. Master of bits, doing bits all the time, dudes. Uh Stuart Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried you were gonna for the bit was that you were never gonna get around to your name. <laughs> yeah. That's a good bit. <laughs> The people, the first-time listeners, are like, "Yeah, I liked it." There are these three hosts: Elliot, Kalen, Dan McCoy, and Bit Master. <laughs> <laughs> His first name is Bit. Dot His last Matrix. name is Master. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he runs the hyper zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, everybody, uh, Dan, Stu, it's great to see you guys. I haven't seen you in a little Thank bit uh, since yeah. we recorded our last episode. You're uh, welcome, fans. It's great to see you again. I can see you while you're listening to this, so you should be Yikes. ashamed of yourselves. Uh, uh-huh. Today, we're going to play a very special game. That's right, everybody. It's a game episode, as I hinted at before. Now, mm-hmm. we're recording this episode one day after my own wedding anniversary. My, the 12th oh, anniversary of the day I got married was yesterday. Uh, ask me what, where we went out for dinner. Uh, where did you go uh, out for dinner, Elliot? We, what we state did, are you in? I need, I, mean, I need a, I need tri- uh, before I can make a guess. I need I'm to in, know what state I'm you're in. I'm in California. As far as I'm going, because I don't want to be doxed. He just asked <laughs> Del Taco to be set up to answer. He didn't French ask for laundry. Guess. Nope, nope, no. French laundry would I mean, be the I other end, guess, the other end of the he state. Didn't ask for guesses. But Dan, give me one guess. I didn't ask for guesses, but give me one um, anyway. Get in on the guessing game. Uh, California Pizza Kitchen. We just that call it Pizza Kitchen out here. Uh, out yeah. here, we just call it Pizza <laughs> the Kitchen. Eponymous yeah. Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> but no, uh, I didn't get to go to any restaurants because my younger child had a cold. Oh. And so we had to cancel our plans to go to a fancy steakhouse. And instead, uh, we took in some food at home. So anyway. Uh, you got an adv- But there's, from there's where? something good comes out of this because now for the rest of your younger child's life, anytime he's about to celebrate any kind of thing, you can remind him of the time he ruined your anniversary. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It'll be much like the time that he got sick on Valentine's Day and we had to cancel those plans. I guess what I'm saying is I'm worried about my son's health and that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay. Child health, pediatrics. Now, Dan, you went to school to be a pediatrician, but you dropped out like two years in. What mm-hmm, did you learn? Uh-huh. Well, I thought, you know, I thought it was podiatry is the thing. I thought it was about <laughs> feet. And, uh, and it took you two I guess years. I learned that, yeah, that pediatricians are not foot doctors. Okay. Contrary uh, to popular belief. You briefly became a spin, a spin doctor, which you thought was uh, mm-hmm. a person who repaired record players. Yeah, but instead, I mostly was counting princes. There's one, <laughs> two no. princes here before you. Oh, okay. That's and how what do I princes said feel now. about me? Are they do they like me or do they not like me? How, oh, those are princes who adore you. That's <laughs> oh, what wow. I said now. Did one of them bring me flowers? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. 
Did and they? what do I have? And what do I have a pocket full of, Dan? <laughs> Kryptonite. <laughs> now, little Which miss is very can, good. <laughs> now, is little miss always right? No. Well, well, I mean, I wouldn't say she's always right, but I will say she can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. And we've now reached the extent of the Spin Doctor songs that I'm yeah. aware of. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, uh, in honor of my wedding anniversary, which was yesterday, again, we're going to be talking a little bit tonight about marriage and the movies in a three-round game that I'm calling oh. the Flop House in the Aisle, which would normally mean a movie theater aisle, but in this case means the aisle between the pews at a traditional wedding. Or for short, right. this game is known as T-F-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-M-T-A-B-I-T-C-M-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W, for short, Perfect. if you want to call it by something a little snappier yeah. than the full name. Yeah, of course, yeah. Which is, again— the flop house in the aisle, which would normally mean a movie theater aisle, but in this case means the aisle between the pews at a traditional mm-hmm. wedding. That's the full title. Couldn't uh, be so, clearer. Um, let's now, we'll start this episode of T-F-H-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-M-T-A-B-I-T-C-M-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W. Uh, Alex, if you would put in a little wedding organ music here to just transition to the game proper, that would be wonderful. Should I start my recording? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, this is I hope you I hope yeah, this is a good time to start that. Okay, and now that the wedding organ music has hopefully finished transitioning us into the game after Stuart's puckish little prank. Uh, <laughs> We'll start the game. Okay, everyone. Hello, and welcome to this episode of America's favorite wedding-based game, T-F-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-M-T-A-B-I-T-C-M-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W. And please welcome our contestants. That's right. Joining us from Brooklyn, New York, is Dan McCoy. Say hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. And what's a fun fact about you that listeners might want to know? I have two cats. Okay, less a fun fact. Uh, and our other contestant is Stuart, is Stuart Wellington, also of Brooklyn, New York. Stuart, what's a fun fact about you? I ate a piece of steak tonight. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell and us you more. Have I think cats. <laughs> That's true. If I have two cats, is that a fun fact? <laughs> I think, you know what? It's now a fun fact that both contestants have two cats. That's right. It's a four cat game here on TFHITAWWNMAMTABITCMTABTPAATW. We've never had a four cat game before, and we're very excited about it. Uh, first, in TFHITAWWNMAMTABITCMTABTPAATW history. So, guys, now it's time for the first round of our game. I'm glad. We hey, to meet before we get into the game, earlier <laughs> I had introduced myself as the Bitmaster. Can I please give that title to you now? Are you well asked? Because your commitment to this bit is legendary. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe later in the game, maybe later in the game. We'll see if the bit continues okay, or if I'll I keep, get tired I'll of it too. I'll keep the cap upon my head, my worried brow. Oh, oh, so heavy is the head that wears the Bitmaster cap. <laughs> Oh, it's hard to sleep with it on. Okay, so that's part of the bit. So we're going to start with round one. And this round is entitled, With This Movie, I The Wed. Now, I'm going to name two actors, and you're going to tell me what movie they have a wedding or get married in, okay? Okay. You're going to take turns doing that. Uh, I'm going to give you the names of the actors, not of the characters, and you're going to tell me what movie they get married in. I want to apologize beforehand at the lack of let's say, diversity of types of relationship or types of people in this, blame Hollywood. That is Hollywood's fault, mm. not mine. 
We can only work with what we've been given by the movies here at T-F-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-N-T-A-B-I-T-C-M-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W. Oh, that's a faster way of saying this. <laughs> there isn't. <And> so, <laughs> so this section's going to have 16 questions. You're each going to take turns. And are you going to ask me if you can steal? Can, yeah, we, can steal? we steal? Yes, you can steal. Of course oh, you can steal God. because marriage is all about stealing someone's heart and then holding it in a box and never giving it back. Heart-shaped so, box. A heart-shaped mm-hmm. box. Well, I think that's just a, the heart. For right? just a week. week. Hell You're hell only no. allowed to hold it in a heart-shaped <laughs> box for a week and then you got okay. to transfer it to— And then you got to, to, to take it up to a plateau. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's some other Nirvana songs? Uh, well, you got, What does that well, heart smell like? There's something in the way that you have to get past to take your box— to the place, uh, smells like Teen Spirit. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so yeah, so let's. So we're gonna we're unplugged. Gonna <laughs> you should come as you are. <laughs> to okay, now this is place. not actually a, this is not actually part of the round. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have brought oh, it up okay. in the first place. So uh, sixteen questions again. This round is called "With this movie, I be wed." I give you the actors. You tell me what movie they get married in. Uh, Stuart, we're gonna start with you because you have technically been married longer than Dan at this point in current relationships. <laughs> wow, technically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, we're only counting one, uh, one each. So You're technically Stuart, correct, which is the best kind of correct, as we <laughs> promised. <Yeah. laughs> so, Stu, here's your first one. And again, Dan, if he can't figure it out or if he gets it wrong, you, get, you can mm-hmm. attempt to steal it. First question, Maya Rudolph and Tim Heidecker. Oh, uh, Bridesmaids. That's right, Bridesmaids, the movie in which I don't know if the cast knew that Tim Heidecker was playing the groom. He has no lines in the movie, and he just kind of shows up in the corner of the frame. I, I just assumed it was his complicated alt-comedy routine he was doing. Exactly. Okay, Dan, this next one is for you. Julia Roberts and Richard Gere, and what movie do they get married in? Is that Runaway Bride? I'll accept it. Technically, it's called The Runaway Bride, but let's not okay. be pedantic here. Let's not. Okay, Stuart, number three is for you. Okay. Okay. Classic film, everyone remembers it. Selma Hayek and Matthew Perry. In what movie do they tie the knot? Fools Rush In. You know it, Fools Rush In. <laughs> Fools Rush In to the theater to see that movie. The confidence with which Stuart <laughs> pointed at the screen. I knew that shit. <laughs> okay, this next one, Dan, let's see if you can be as confident yeah, as Stuart. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Catherine Zeta-Jones and George Clooney. In what movie do they get married? Uh, Intolerable Cruelty. You're right. Also known as Intolerable, Intolerable Movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's fine. It's just it's not. Fine. It's fine. It's, it's just not one of the Coen Brothers' top top films. No, it's a, I like it's how quickly for, you abandon your commitment to that burn. <laughs> well, it's tough for that movie because if the Coen Brothers hadn't made it, it still wouldn't have been great. But I think people might have given it a little more credit. Yeah, but yeah, the Coen yeah. Brothers are masters. You know, they're not just bit masters, although they are masters of bits as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're Stuart, bass masters. They are bass masters. They. <laughs> They're pretty good at, at catching fish and marrying them to each other. Mm-hmm. And okay, Stuart, here's your next That's one. That's what that fucking video game is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have to okay. marry the fish together. Yeah. Yeah. It was originally called Bass Marrier, but it was confused because mm-hmm. they thought people were saying, you marry the bass, like you marry a bass and, and live with it. Forever. No, that's not But no, it, no, right. you just perform marriage ceremonies between two fish. Oh, okay. Okay. So speaking of two fish, here's a marriage between two people who are not fish, but they might be eating fish at the wedding. It's Talia Shire and Gianni Russo. Wait, is this for me? This is for you, Stuart. Fuck. I have no idea. Okay. Dan, Dan can any steal idea? this shit. Is that the Godfather? You're right, it is the Godfather. I didn't expect either of you to know that Gianni Russo was the was the husband, but Talia Shire was the giveaway. Yeah. Uh, I was ready with a clue, but you didn't need it. Okay, so Dan, now it's your turn. Wallace Shawn and Twink Kaplan. 
sorry, Twink Kaplan? Yes. Okay. Uh, you know what? Got to trade it back. Don't know this one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, uh, my Dinner with Andre. <laughs> no, there's no marriage in My Dinner with Andre. It's just the only characters in it are, are Wallace Shawn and Andre Gregory and the waiter. Uh, that was Clueless. That was the movie Clueless, oh, uh, which ends right. with Wallace Shawn and Twink Kaplan oh, getting married. I should have known that. But you're going to get this one because it's uh, – whose turn is it? Stuart's turn Mine. now? Mine, yeah. Okay. Chris Pang and Sonoya Mizuno. <laughs> God damn it. Big hit movie. I don't know, Dan. Can you you want to steal this one? Uh, nope. I don't. <laughs> okay, it's Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy okay. Rich Asians Fuck. hit movie. I know I you both were probably thinking it, but you didn't want to guess it because you thought you would seem racist. It's you wouldn't have. You would have seemed knowledgeable. Okay. Mm. Well, maybe this will take some of the sting out of it. I believe this is Dan's turn again. Dan, it's yes. your turn. Yeah. Okay. How about this? John Lithgow and Alfred Molina. Uh oh! What is that movie called? Uh, you have to tell me. Uh, what is it? Is it called now? Uh, uh, I don't Close. know. I can. I I know it exists. I know the movie, but okay, Stuart. Say it again. Who is it again? John Lithgow. You may know him best from Raising Cain and Alfred Molina, <laughs> Doctor Octopus himself. Okay, so it's probably not. Raising Cain. No. <laughs> I mean, here's another hint. It's not Buckaroo Manzai either, in which he played Dr. Lazardo. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Uh, it's probably not Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> no, that's that was a, a TV, TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the but world of corny Garp, Stuart. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, know. You oh, never know. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Could be the stage uh, version of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. I don't know. Okay, the answer is Love is Strange. That was a movie called Love is Strange. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, and guys, it's time for a mini category. That's right. It's this round. This game again is called With This Movie I Thee Wed. Here's a mini category. It's called I Ooh. Now Pronounce You Almost Man and Wife. These are movies <laughs> in which a wedding is taken place but is interrupted and does not get finished. Uh, the first question goes to Stuart. Uh, Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder. In what movie do they almost get married? Uh, 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 I don't know. Uh, wait. Uh, reality you- Bites. <laughs> no. Dan, do you want to steal? That would be Beetlejuice. That's Elliot. right, Beetlejuice. God damn it. <laughs> There's even like a little ghost uh, priest. Like He's a little tiny guy. <laughs> don't worry, Stu. Don't worry, Stu. Maybe you'll steal this from, from Dan if he doesn't get it. Probably not. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Actually, hold on. Uh, Are you trying Alex, to find something uh, tougher? No, no, no. I'm not going to. You know what? I'll st- I, I briefly was going to, <laughs> but I decided not to. Uh, Dan, uh, how about this? In what movie do Chris Sarandon and Robin Wright almost get married? That would be The Princess Bride. That's right, The Princess Bride. Okay, that's the end of that mini round. Now it's back to the main game, which again is still called With This Movie, I <laughs> yeah. Be Wed. Yes. Okay. Indistinguishable from the other game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little indistinguishable. Okay, this one's for Stuart. So, Stuart, this is Timothy Walker and Sarah Crow, then David Haig and Sophie Thompson, then Andy McDowell and Corin Redgrave, and then Andy McDowell and Hugh Grant, I think. I've actually never seen the movie. Uh, what, what, four weddings and a funeral? You're right, four weddings and a funeral. Yes, although at the end of four, you you haven't seen it. They they agree not to get married, Andy McDowell and Hugh Grant. 
Oh, well, I'm still going to give Stuart credit, and I'm going to yeah, yeah. dock Thank myself you. a point. I've never yeah. seen the movie. Too many weddings, not enough funerals. That's what I say. <laughs> you want equity. Okay. <laughs> Let's have, have an funeral app. wedding parody, please, you said. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, want, yeah. Death at a funeral, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I mean, just throw a wedding in there, and then it'll be all fine. Uh, so, again, haven't seen it. Maybe there's a wedding in that also. Okay, Dan, this one's for you then. Gerard Depardieu and Andy McDowell. Is that green card? You're right. That's green card. Okay, Stuart, this one's for you. Samara Weaving and Mark O'Brien. Uh, wait. Uh, God damn it. Um, uh, Ready or Not? You got it. Ready or Not? And wait, was that three Andy McDowell movies in a row? That's right. It was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, movie. man. A, a mini segment that we call <laughs> a mini segment we call Mac and Dowell. Mac and Dowell go together <laughs> like a horse and towel. That segment is over now, though, and back to the main game. So uh, this one's <laughs> you ride a horse hard and put it away wet. A towel needs need to, to be wipe involved. away that wet. Use a towel somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. makes sense. Go yeah. together. Math so uh, Dan, out. Dan, this one's for you. Adam Sandler and Kevin James. And what movie did they get? That married? is <laughs> damn it. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. You got that right. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I now pronounce you correct. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I should have said. I was too busy thinking about how that movie is a crime against the human race. But moving (laughs) on, here is the final round of this round. Uh, There are two more rounds after this main game. This final segment of the round is called- We're in a sub round. This is a a side quest inside the main quest. This this round is called Dearly Be Puppeted. And you'll oh. understand why when you hear the questions. Stuart, this first one is for you. In what movie yeah. do what, what movie do Jim Henson and Frank Oz get married? Uh, uh fuck. Um uh, the Muppet movie? <laughs> uh, uh no, you're on the right track, but mm. not quite. Uh, I'm gonna give you another guess. Muppets Take Manhattan. Yes, you got it. The yeah, Muppets Take Manhattan. Somebody's getting go. married. <laughs> yeah, I, that one. I wanted to give you another one because I knew Dan was waiting like a vulture to just yeah. swoop down and pull Thank it out you. of your mouth. Yeah, and uh, Dan, this one's for you. In what movie does Robert Picardo and the voice of Mark Dodson get married? I'm sorry, the voice of Mark. I I'm assuming that's Gremlins. To the new batch? You're right. It's Gremlins to okay. the new batch. I don't, know the na- <laughs> I don't know the name of the puppeteer, but Mark Dodson is credited on the internet, at least, as the voice of Greta the Gremlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and guys, that's the end of our first round, the first round of T-F-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-M-T-A-B-I-T-C-M-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W. We're going to be back with more T-F-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-M-T-A-B-I-T-C-M-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W goodness right after this word from our sponsor. Yeah. Dan, who is T-F-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-M-T-A-B-I-T-C-M-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W sponsored by this week? You know what? It's Lumi Labs. If you have listened to Elliot uh, uh, rattle off a string of letters three times in a row, you've probably heard about microdosing because that's <laughs> the easiest way to enjoy such shenanigans. If, uh, oh, if, to survive it, yeah. If, if not, if you haven't heard of such things, uh, just know that all sorts of people are microdosing daily to feel healthier and perform better. You'll never know. They could be around you right now. They could be looking at you at this very moment. Our show today is sponsored by Microdose Gummies. Microdose Gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you find just the right amount 
of good or feel just the right amount of good, but also find it. I mean, they they dose it. You got to find it to feel it. it That's the old saying. You got to find it to feel it. Look, I've tried these things. It is, it is, it is very enjoyable. It, It it gives you a dose that makes you feel a little better, a little more relaxed, a little calmer, a little more creative, but doesn't uh, take you into a world where, you know, as a a stronger dose might, you don't understand what's going on. Uh, (laughs) Which is, you know, like, that's, that's, that's the sweet spot. That's what we call the sweet spot in science. So (laughs) what I would like to tell you, the listener is that microdose is available nationwide. And if you'd like to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code FLOP. That spells flop to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that is microdose.com code flop. Yeah, you got to find your sweet spot so you can feel your sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just want, to, but then be you don't just, just spend your whole time feeling your sweet spot. I know no. the temptation is there, but you got to go That's do other the things. Thing about being an adult, you you have the freedom to just sit around feeling your sweet spot all day, but you <laughs> you know that there's other stuff you got to get done. Exactly. Even when I'm at work, <laughs> that's I mean, you up could, to you, Stuart. I mean, you shouldn't. I mean, you're your boss, so I don't yeah, know who you, who's no one's going to fire you. Yeah, thanks. This week, Greatest Discovery becomes Greatest Trek. That's because Greatest Trek is for way more than just Discovery. We renamed our hit show that's on Maximum Fun, covering all the new Star Trek shows, Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds, Picard, Prodigy, Discovery, and any other new Star Trek show Paramount throws at us. Come find out why we're the most important Star Trek podcast on the internet with our funny, informative recaps of all the new Star Trek shows that Paramount keeps churning out. Subscribe to Greatest Trek. It's a new Star Trek podcast from the makers of The Greatest Generation. Hey there, it's Annabelle Gerwich. And I'm Lara House. We host Tiny Victories, the 15-minute podcast that's about the little things. Getting into the tiny victory frame of mind is about recognizing minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. Isn't it a wonderful day when the first password you try actually works? When it's freezing cold outside and toasty as all get out in my shower, my tiny victory is that I turn off the water and get on with my day. We can't change this big dumb world, but we can celebrate the tiny wins. So join us on Maximum Fun or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's Let's get get tiny. tiny! Well... After that talk of sweet spots, it's time to come back to T F H I T A W W N M A M T A B I T C M T A B T P A A T W. And just a reminder, Dan and Stuart are our T F H I T A W W N M A M T A B I T C M T A B T P A A T Wers today, and they're doing great. Let's look at right now. After round one, Dan is in a slight lead. He has eight points to Stu's five points. So mm-hmm. Stu still within striking distance. That's right. This is yep. still anyone's game of T-F-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-N-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W. I don't know why I said it that way. Said it weird. All right, guys, it's time for round two. This round is called Best Man or Forever Hold Your Peace. This is a little different than the last round. The last round was just pure trivia knowledge. This round, 
you're going to have to use a little bit of your creative skills. Okay, I'm, we're going to look at two different relationships. Let's say these characters from the movies are getting married. One of you is going to take a turn for each one as the best man giving a speech about how great the couple is. The other oh will play the part of the person objecting at the wedding and saying that, uh, you know, they, these two couples, this, this couple should not get married. So, oh, wow. So, Dan, uh, since Stuart went first in the last round and you're in the lead, you get to choose whether you'd rather be the best man first or the person objecting first to our first the couple. Hater. I would you, like you, to be the hater first. I would okay, like you'll to be the hater. Shit. Okay, so Stuart, you'll be the best man. Uh, so this first couple is Buzz Lightyear and Jesse the Cowgirl from Toy Story 3. Uh, Stuart, you're there uh, giving a speech. about Who would like to go first, the, Dan or Stu, the hater or the best man? I mean, uh, I mean, I feel like the best man should give the speech first before that's the hater what I feel like too. Okay, in. so so Stuart, you're the best man. It's it's the reception, or maybe it's one of those weddings where the best man is doing the actual ceremony, and it feels more like a long inside joke speech than an actual sure, sacred yeah, yeah. ceremony that bonds two souls for eternity. Uh, you're you're there. You're talking. You're there because you're e either your best bud Buzz or your best gal Jesse. I don't know who who you're supporting, uh -huh. but uh, you're talking about what a great couple they are. Why they should always be together. Give us your best man speech for Buzz Lightyear and Jesse the cowgirl. So, uh, I got up here to, uh, I'm sorry, Buzz asked me to give a little bit of a, wait. Okay, so Buzz asked me to <laughs> give a little speech uh, on his big night, and uh, yeah, I mean, what can I say about this? Like, he's a crazy man, it, like... Uh, remember that time we, uh, remember that time when we went out to Queens and had drinks? You know, uh, he knows what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, so yeah, like he's always there for me and like, Jesse, you're, I mean, you know, you got to kiss a lot of frogs, you know, and Buzz, man, he's always got my, you always got my back. I always got your back, bro. Anytime. <laughs> Yeah, so let's give it up. Let's, come on, do it. Let's do a toast to Buzz and Jesse forever. Okay, that was that was great. It was it was uh, short on specifics, but it was long on uh, realism. Uh, so, Dan, uh, now you are the hater. You are objecting to this wedding between Buzz Lightyear and Jesse the Cowboy. Yeah, I have Stand up and tell everyone what, so, what your problem is. Uh, there are twin pillars of my argument against this relationship. <laughs> Number one, the age difference. Depending on how you're looking at it, the age difference cuts both ways. Uh, <laughs> number one, Jesse seems to be indefined as her age, but she seems maybe late teens, and Buzz Light Lightyear reads as sort of uh, late 30s, early 40s character. Whereas also, flip it, Jesse seems to be based on some sort of uh, black and white TV show from the 50s, whereas Buzz Lightyear seems to be a modern toy of some stripe, so the other way doesn't work either. And also, I don't think they have anything in common. One is a cowboy. One is a spaceman. This is the second pillar of your argument? This is the second pillar. If the movie Cowboys and Aliens has taught us nothing else, it's that mixing... Cowboys and space stuff doesn't work. So boo to this union, boo, I say. 
Okay, wow. both strong argument, strong, really uh, aggressive argument. It seems both of you had a little bit of a little bit of the nip of the tail uh, uh, before you before you came to this wedding. Yep. You know, each of you had a had a taste of the toy what bit you. So, uh, okay, a strong showing, strong showing. Now there's one more of these in this round. Uh, now in this one we're flipping spaces. Dan, you're the best man. Okay, you're going to talk about this couple and how great they are. Mm-hmm. Stuart, you're objecting. You don't think they should get married. This is Bill Duke and Jesse Ventura from Predator. They're obviously lovers in the movie. It's not stated outright, but it seems pretty clear to me watching the film recently as I did uh, rewatching it after watching Prey. I said, let me rewatch the original Predator. And I said, this movie is exactly the movie I remembered it, except for the obvious effects between Bill Duke and Jesse Ventura. Oh, so, okay, Dan, you're the best man. Tell us why Play, these Playing two... the characters Mac and what's Jesse Ventura's name? Jesse Ventura's character name is, hold on, let me look it up because I forgot it. Yeah, I mean, Bill Duke's Mac is one of the best action movie performances of all time. Oh, yeah. So in uh, in Predator, he plays Blaine. Blaine, right. Blaine, yeah. Um, so this is between – and now it's your choice, Dan, whether this is between the characters, Blaine and Mac, or this is between the actors, Bill Duke and Jesse Ventura. Sure. You're the best man. Uh, look, I <laughs> – You're the best man. It's your choice who's getting married. Go for here's, it. Here's what I'm going to say. I'll be frank. I don't I, – I, I know that everyone's going to hate me for this. Don't particularly go for the movie Predator. Um, to me, a little too much bang, bang, bang for an action movie. Like just people shooting at each other doesn't excite me. Um, a humanoid alien doesn't really excite me. Be like, a little again, more for the, creative. This is the best man speech. Speech. No, look, to be this speech. is what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> that like it may not be for me, and maybe that means that I don't actually know really who these characters are. Cause all I remember <laughs> is the second half of the movie. Once all these characters have been killed and Arnie and the predator are facing off against <laughs> each other. But I'll tell you something <laughs> to have the guts to be an out couple in a, an action movie where with Arnold Schwarzenegger shooting at an alien in the eighties, that means that the love must be true. So Raise a glass to Bill Duke <laughs> and Jesse Ventura. Okay, so that's the extent of it. union. Yeah. Can't believe Dan topped my best man speech. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those he best man. He fucking sp- no-scoped it on me. I like, oh. one of the One of those best man speeches where you know, the, the families of both sides are like looking at each other really embarrassed, like, like, what's going to happen here? But then he pulled it out at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got a lot of guts, Dan. It takes a lot of guts to go to Bill Duke and Jesse Ventura's wedding and talk about how you don't like Predator. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh I mean, it's not that I don't like it. I just, you know, it's never been one of my favorite of the 80s creature features. Well, I I certainly have always felt it was was that Predator was punching above its league by getting tied to Alien. Yes. Because Alien and Aliens are such beautifully made movies. Alien is is a nearly perfect movie of that form. And Predator, rewatching it, I was like, I was like, there's a lot I don't remember about Predator. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh no, I remember all of it. It's an incredibly thin movie. Like, there's yeah. not a lot going on in this movie. Um, but that's part, yeah, that's a part of the appeal. It's a nice yeah, slim exactly. movie about an alien that shows up, <laughs> and then they do some battles. Yeah. Exactly, they do some battles, and uh, so it's great. Now, uh, so, but Dan, you, it takes guts. It takes guts. Okay, I got, I got my work cut out for me. Speaking of guts, Stuart, you're about to go to Bill Duke and Jesse Ventura's wedding and tell them why they shouldn't uh-huh. get married. You are going to leave beat up. So, be, so what's your speech? Go for it. Okay, I I burst into the chapel, my clothes 
ragged and dusty, my hair <laughs> wild, my eyes crazy. I have been crying. And I say, stop, stop. Mac and Blaine can't get married because I'm already married to Mac. <laughs> The crowd goes insane. People are losing their minds. I he's been he's locked me up in the attic. Of course he did. And now he's found a new piece in this Blaine. I'm Mr. Mac. This is bullshit. Okay. Wow. And then shortly after not I burn down the house. I die in the fire. Mac is horribly burned, which is not as bad as what happens to him in the movie, strangely. <laughs> yeah, the movie is torn apart by an alien missile, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, no, it gets shot through his head. That's right. Shot it's through a, his head. It's awesome. Very okay. gothic and so, and so he And so you're saying Jesse Ventura then shows up to find to find Bill Duke blind, but but ready to love again. Loves him. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Loves him uh, anyway, despite every description of him as being <laughs> like a shitbag and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not expect it to go in that direction. I didn't realize that uh, that uh, other than just bringing on Shane Black for uh, for uncredited rewrites, they also brought in uh, the Brontes as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm all for it. That sounds great. So uh, guys, I'll tell you what. After that round, the scores are now tied. You each have 15 wow. points. So. Going into round three of T-F-H-A-I-T-A, wait, wait, I got the letters wrong. T-F-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-M-T-A-B-I-T-C-M-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W. The scores are tied. Thank God you corrected that before Twitter got a hold of it. Oh, it would have been a nightmare. So, guys, we're on to round three of T-F-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-M-T-A-B-I-T-C-M-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W. And... We're going to go back and limber up that knowledge part of your brain again. We're done with creativity. You both did a fantastic job. That was the uh, essay section of the college application, and you both got accepted (laughs) to movie university. So here it is, round three. We're going to take things in a little bit of a darker direction. This category is called Till Death Do Us Part because people have said half of all marriages end in divorce, which means the other half end in death, which is true. All things end in death because we are mortal. Nobody lives forever. Uh, And so funerals, like weddings, are an important part of life, and they also involve a lot of crying and formal wear and varying degrees of catering, varying degrees of quality, and there's flowers in there too. So Uh a funeral is kind of like the flip side of a wedding. The funeral is like, oh, we're not so different, you and I, (laughs) two sides of the same (laughs) coral. We're all going to end up skeletons. Yeah, and the wedding mm-hmm. is like, I'm nothing like you. I don't kill. And the funeral is like, don't you? And the wedding is like, no, I don't. I don't know. Why? I understand. Why would? Why, yeah. why am I? Anyway, that's what they say. So <laughs> that's enough of a connection, I think, for this game. So in this yeah, game. Yeah, it works. Similar, remember how in the first round I named the people getting married and you told me the movie. In this one, I'm going to name the actor whose funeral it is in the movie. And you're going to tell me what the movie is. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so okay. are you ready? This is round three of T A F H I T A W W N M A M T A B I T C M T A B T P A A T W till death do us part. And Stuart, you're gonna go first on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, you yep. went first in the first round. Uh, so this first one, Gene Hackman. In what movie do we see Gene Hackman's funeral? Okay, Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. Let's see. <laughs> Not to be confused Let's with see. Gene Pacman, who of course <laughs> eats up power pe- pellets and and is chased by yeah. ghosts all the time. Gene Hackman does not eat power pellets, though he is chased by ghosts. So it's not 
Uh, Unforgiven. That's because he uh, he does die in that. Uh, <laughs> we don't see his funeral. See. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um. Oh, man, I don't know. Like, it's not uh, welcome to Mooseport. Uh. uh, uh is it, I don't know, Royal Tenenbaums, maybe? You're exactly right. It's Royal Tenenbaums. It is the, the end Royal of the movie. Tenenbaums. And I would like Tenenbaums. to give a, uh, a personal, just a, like a PSA. It's not called the Royal Tenenbaums. That would be the Royal <laughs> Christmas Trees, a thing I've heard many times. It's a, it's an E, Tenenbaums. That's wow. just a so personal, you're, you're like, the more you know from me to This you. is an issue I didn't even know existed, but I'm so glad that you've brought my attention to it yeah, so that this I, is I can go back personal, to forgetting about it. This is my petty charity that I run. Now, let's <laughs> Say let's the Royal the... Tenenbaums right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I haven't been able to get a non-profit profit status for it. Uh, mostly, like, I, you know, I talked to the government. They're like, this seems like a really, like, asshole correction to make, and we don't mm-hmm. want to be part yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Uh, I yeah I agree with them. Uh, so Dan, uh, the let's just say let's say there was a movie called The Royal Tannen Tannenbaums. <laughs> mm-hmm. What would that movie yeah. be about? Uh, it uh-huh. would be about uh, a bunch of Christmas trees that are royal blue. <laughs> They're <laughs> <laughs> blue Christmas trees. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would that well that's the that's the gimmick of it. Like it's a it's a it's an ad man of the '60s being like blue Christmas trees. How do we sell this? And, like a know. Hudsucker proxy type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and and now the leaves are blue, or the trunks are blue, or just the whole thing's blue. I, do, I, I mean, don't they're know. like they're needles, it's a conifer, right? Elliot. I don't know what leaves you're talking about. This is well, a- the the needles are essentially the leaves of a conifer. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, a different sure, way of evolving sure, a thing sure, that you sure, use for sure. photosynthesis sure. and for respiration. Sure. Well, now we've gone and too defense. far down a track where. <laughs> I'm being annoying. So let's go back to the questions. You're right. It, we were safer when you were just correcting the way people pronounced a movie that exactly. it, not that many people talk about too much anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. Then, Dan, this one's for you. Stuart, you aced that. You you pulled it out. Yes, thank let's you. Let's yeah. see if, if Dan's going to feel the same way about this one. Macaulay Culkin. Uh, that would be, spoiler alert, <laughs> <laughs> the film... <laughs> The film My Girl. <laughs> You're right, My Girl. Thanks for the spoiler alert for a movie that is, I think, 30 years old now. Well, you know, uh, we don't. I want feel to, like uh, a lot of audiences should have gotten that spoiler ahead of time. Yeah, <laughs> it is, yeah the trailer yeah, for that jarring. did not indicate how sad that was going to get. The, no, the trailer really makes it look like a like a laugh a minute. Wacky if you love Home Alone, you're yeah. gonna watch the shit out of this. <laughs> it should have been. If you want to see that kid from Home Alone yeah. die from bees, <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't don't you wish? Finish don't you the wish job. The, the Wet Bandits started. <laughs> yeah, don't you wish the Wet Bandits finally got a, got it up on on little Kevin? Finally, yeah. you can. Uh, now that was this movie that uh, I didn't see it in the theaters, but my mom and my sister went, and they talked about how it was. They were very shocked by his dying in it, and were not expecting it. And then during uh-huh. the funeral scene, an old person in the theater let rip with an enormous fart, and it really <laughs> cut the tension. Oh my god! Yeah, perfect. Uh, that's what you needed at that moment. Yeah. Uh, speaking of what you need at that moment, it's time that we need another question. And so, mm. Stuart, this one's for you. In what movie yep. do we see Steve Buscemi's or Steve Buscemi's or Buscemi's, however you want to pronounce it? I'm not a royal uh-huh. Tannenbaum, Tannenbaum type guy. Pronounce <laughs> it however you. you want. How do you? What movie do we see Steve Buscemi's funeral? Okay, so we're talking about Steve Buscemi 
an actor who I saw eating a meal <laughs> outside of a restaurant like two weeks ago, right? Yeah, the, the same one that guy. Guy. Yeah. the same one I used to see walking around in the same <laughs> right. neighborhood, and he would yep. notice that I noticed him and then turn away. The same quickly. guy that you want to <laughs> brag about, just. Running into by happenstance. <laughs> That's the one. That, what was he eating? Okay. What was just, he eating? Hey, Stu? I'm just trying to clarify. I'm just trying. In, uh, yeah. it's, it's for the game. It's not. In my, there's nothing in, my in the rule book that says I can't ask these questions. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But, but you've introduced a tangent, uh, which is called Elliot's Neighborhood Stories, and uh-huh. I just want to talk about the two famous people I used to pass by all the time when I lived in Parkslope, Brooklyn. Steve Buscemi, who did not want to be bothered during his errands, uh-huh. and John Turturro who would just walk into traffic and yell at cars, whistle loudly. It just seems yeah. like if he was not famous, would just be a neighborhood character. <laughs> I used to love just seeing him. Uh, so Steve Buscemi, what movie do we see his funeral? The same Steve Buscemi, yes, that you saw eating outside a restaurant. Now, he was eating – it wasn't like he was eating out of a can. I still want to know just what Just standing he was outside a restaurant. Right? No, yeah, like he, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't like some kind of <laughs> raccoon character. Yeah, what, like researching a role. what sort of food? Yeah. This is uh, raccoon roll. I believe you're talking about the Big Lebowski. That is the Big Lebowski. Correct. It is a funeral for him in the Big Lebowski that ends with the other characters covered in his ashes. Hilarious and poignant scene. Dan, number four. Here's here's a uh, some people I guess would call him the Steve Buscemi of his day. Maybe William Hickey. And what movie do we see William Hickey's funeral? Uh, is I'm gonna take a stab here. Is that Preachy's honor, not the one I'm thinking of. I could not remember if he actually has a funeral on okay. camera. That he might, he might. In which case, I apologize if you lose based on this. But it's been so long since I've seen Preachy's honor. Uh, Preachy's honor. But uh, there's another movie I'm thinking of where he has a funeral at the beginning of the movie. The funeral doesn't go well. Uh, Do you want another crack at it? The funeral doesn't. Well, he's not dead in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation unless he's playing a zombie. Possible. Um, you know what? I, I, I'm not going to come up with it. I'll let Stu try and steal if he has the wherewithal. Uh, yeah, I'm going to steal it. Was it Prixie's honor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, you both made a valiant effort. It's possible, in which case you've canceled each other out. I couldn't remember if he was actually dead, if he had a funeral on that, and uh, and Wikipedia was no was no help in its summary. So the movie I'm looking for is Mouse Hunt. That's right, Mouse oh, Hunt with Nathan yeah, Lane. man. Hunt. Which opens with his funeral, which ends with his body getting hurled out of the coffin <laughs> into a manhole. Yeah. Uh, so sounds hilarious. So yeah, it sounds great. So if you both got a point, it cancels each other out, or you didn't get a point, it doesn't matter. So uh, right in care of Elliot Kalen at the Flophouse. Do we see William Hickey's funeral in Pritzy's honor? I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's the next question. This is for Stuart, and that is. Uh-huh. Orson Welles twice in the same movie. In what movie do we see Orson Welles have two funerals? Mm-hmm. Transformers the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had a funeral in real life shortly after recording his role for Transformers the movie. Dan, would you like to steal? Uh, this is one of my standard answers for like, you know, it's always in one of my top five movies. The Third, the third Man. Man. Yep, that's the third man. Yeah. Beautiful movie, fantastic movie. Opens with a funeral, and then there's a funeral at the end. 
Uh, and then, and then you get to see a lady walk down a path for a really long time. Mm-hmm. But in the context of the movie, in the context really of the great. movie, you're like, "What's going on? What's she thinking? What's going to happen?" Exactly. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you guys know this. It has a really fascinating zither score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Stuart. One Thanks. of the top zither scores ever. <laughs> I think if you were going to put and together the top that, three, at <laughs> just, least, just, of just <laughs> like top zither scored movies, and if you're going to put zither composers, Anton Karras just has to be up there. <laughs> oh, just real yeah, high. Man, for real me, high. One of For the best. me, guys, Anton Karras. <laughs> I don't know. This might be con- controversial, but top zither zitherman. It's we. It's uh, some people say to me all the time. They go, uh, Elliot, uh, who do you think is the greatest <laughs> film composer of all time? And I'm like, well, maybe John Williams, maybe Ennio Morricone. Uh, and they go, uh, 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 on the zither. Yeah, and I zither. Say, well, then there's no competition. <laughs> Anton Karras blows them all away. Yeah. <laughs> Top film composer Zither Division, yeah, <laughs> which was ZD. the original name of Joy Division. They yep. had to change it to Zither Division because there was already a band called Zither Division because Anton Karras was so popular at the yeah. time. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Dan, now this next one's for you. Excellent steal, nice steal. Uh, a real, uh, a real criminal, just like Harry Lime in The Third Man, mm-hmm. uh, though he's more of a black marketeer than a thief necessarily. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he's stealing the life out of children with his watered down medicine. So Dan, the next you're just like that. And here the next one goes right <laughs> back to you. This is Gregory Peck and Lee Remick. That's right, it's a double funeral. Oh Gregory Peck and Lee uh is this the omen? Yes, you're right. It's the omen. Wasn't sure you would get it or not because the only part really worth remembering in that movie is when David Warner's head gets slashed off the our rest in peace with that not, with that huge plate glass window. There's also the part where she says the the nanny says it's all for you, Damien. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's, that's true. That part's good part. pretty good too. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, Stuart, let's see if you can if you can make up some points. You're you're only behind Dan by one at this point. Can you make it up with this one, Leonard yep. Nimoy? In which in what movie do we see a funeral for Leonard Nimoy? Or Nimoy, as some people say. Dan, don't correct me. I wouldn't dream of it. I know he's just big on pronunciations. <laughs> I got this one. Transformers, the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, the genre is somewhat correct. Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get multiple answers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dan, you're going to steal? You're going to swoop in and steal this, uh, this heel? Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. That's right. Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan, or as it's also known in Germany, Star Trek Zwei, die Wrath von Khan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they didn't, they, uh, they didn't, they don't have a word for wrath, strangely mm. enough. Okay, guys. Yeah, weird. Uh, wait, do you hear that, that, that thwip sound? That's right. That flip sound means it's time for a mini segment inside this segment. It's one of our patent T F H I T A W W N M A M T A B I T C M T A B T P A A T W patented segments. People love it. This is MCU Marvel Cemetery Universe funerals oh. in superhero movies. So this is just a clue for you for each of these. It's a movie. It's a superhero movie that this is in. Okay. okay so mm. I think maybe let's make these up. Okay, Dan, you get this first one. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, wait. The movie that his funeral was in? Yeah. Uh, Avengers Endgame. You got it. Okay, Stuart, Willem Dafoe. Uh, it would be Spider-Man. You got it. Dan, Michael Rooker. Uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. You're right. And Stuart, Chris Pine, but only his voice. Oh, uh, uh, Spider-Man multiverse movie. <laughs> Uh, should I? Sp- Spider Verse. 
Spider-Verse movie. I'll allow it. You know what, judges, I'll allow it. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Let's not be, I know you knew which movie it was. And now we go back to the main game. That was a very, that was a fast lightning round for MCU. Mm -hmm. Great work, guys. Okay, there's only a few questions left in the game. Okay, this next one is for Dan, Henry Cavill. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Oh, fuck. Um, Which one was he? Is it? Batman versus Superman? Give me the full title. Dawn now I'm of be Justice? Pedi- <laughs> yes, I was going to be pedantic about that one. Batman versus Superman. It couldn't have been, of course, in the MCU category because it's not yeah, yeah. Marvel. No, movie. you're right. It's no. instead in the Snyderverse since Zack Snyder now, I guess, owns those characters. <laughs> the the um, Snyder's Pretzelverse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, feel like, I feel like someone at DC. I prefer a I, Mr. Salty. <laughs> Uh, we've, we've got to we've got to work on this Uts cinematic universe <laughs> <laughs> or Utsiverse. It's the only way to compete. Uh, so I feel like someone at DC or Warner Brothers like wished on a monkey's paw for a superhero universe, and it's it's only led to problem after problem for them. Okay, uh, Stuart, this one's for you. Samuel sure. L. Jackson. In which case do we which movie do we see a funeral for Samuel L. Jackson? Oh man! Uh, wait a minute. Uh... Do you want to, do you want to, I can give you a hint if you'd like it. Give me give me a hint. He's not really dead. Yeah, he attends his it, own funeral. Uh is it uh uh it's uh it's uh Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm. No. No. Does he have a funeral in that one? I know he think he's dead. Maybe Does he not. have a funeral? I don't fucking know. I don't remember. What? Dan, remember. do you know it? Oh, that's what I thought he was the one that we were going for. Stuart, I'm gonna, okay, so Dan, you don't want to, you're, you're trying to steal and you're going Wait, for that is one? It, it's, so it's not a Marvel thing. <laughs> is, it, is it Jackie Brown? We're are we talking of, about? We're, we're out of Marvel Cinema Cemetery Universe. I know. Are we anymore. talking about uh, the return of Xander Cage? Doesn't he die in that one, but he's not actually dead? We are talking about Triple X, the return of Xander Cage. That's the one in which he is killed by a satellite falling to Earth and exploding right next to him. And then it's revealed at the end that it was a fake. Somehow. And he somehow survived it. I'm an idiot. (laughs) No, no. He does fake his death in in Winter Soldier, but I don't know if there's a funeral or not. Again, uh, that's the thing with these characters, these actors who are in a lot of movies. Sometimes they have multiple funerals. And finally, okay, this will be the final question of this round, except for a bonus question. Uh, Dan... (laughs) This one's for you, Simon uh-huh. Callow. In what movie does Simon Callow Simon have a funeral? Callow, uh, four weddings and a funeral. He is the titular, titular funeral in that film. That's right. He's the funeral in that one. That's right. Now, Spoiler. here's a bonus question. Here's a bonus question, uh, Stuart. If you get this one, so let's let's do a quick tally of the scores. Uh, Dan is currently up by five points. If you yeah. get this one. If you get this one, I will give you six, six points, points. Wow. <laughs> to win the game. <laughs> okay. Unfair, but okay. It's, it's not very fair, but we're not always fair here. T a t f h i t a w w n m a m t a b i t c m t a b t p a a t w. We're not always fair. Sometimes we're just in it for the lols. Okay, does anyone say that anymore? I don't think so. So, Stuart. Yeah. Paris How Strew. As far as I can tell, he has appeared in one movie. And there's a funeral for him, but only in the extended version of the movie that he's in. Fuck. Okay. Um, that's going to be. God damn it. And Dan, if you're able to steal this, I'll give you a hundred points. <laughs> uh, what's the actor's name again? Paris Howe Strew. Oh, fuck. 
Oh, no. But only in the extended uh, version of the movie. It's not in the no, theatrical release. No, I know. I know. I know. It's fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I can I can do this. Yeah, I, I can do it. I've, you can do it, Stu. Yeah. You can do this. I've done uh, I've done hard things before. I can I can do this. This is <laughs> you not can do hard. this, and this I've is the, and, and, you and the, the prizes are glittering. It's victory in this bullshit game that yeah. means nothing. <laughs> uh, it, it means being known God. forever as the T F H I T A W W N M A M T A B I T C M T A B T P A A T W champion. Uh, I don't know, like Hobbit Battle of the Five Armies. <laughs> Oh, so close, so close. Dan, do you do you want to steal? I mean, as long as it doesn't take any points away from me, I don't want to risk my insured victory. I'm but if it sounds like a coward's answer. <laughs> I here, my guess here's my this is a pure guess. Uh the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Oh no, you were way off. Stuart, okay. you were in much better territory. It was in Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Wow. He plays the character so of close. He plays the character Fuck of Theodred, Prince of Rohan, so son of King Theoden. In the theatrical cut, the king only finds out his son has oh died, but in God. the extended edition, he gets no. a funeral. You no know parent should have to bury their child. <laughs> you know what? I think that in is Middle worth Earth. a tie. I think that Stuart came so close that that is a tie on this game. <laughs> you did come really close. You did come really close. You know what? I'm going to give you five good job bucks, <laughs> which, uh -huh. oh. which ties things up. I'm so excited. You can see the years uh, lift off my body, <laughs> much like the years lifted off Theoden's body when Saruman's <laughs> fell magics were pulled from him by mm -hmm. Gandalf. Well, you both played a great game. This has been a fantastic episode of T-F-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-M-T-A-V-I-T-C-M-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W. Well, one of the best ever. <laughs> I, think, I think maybe it's up there. And certainly when we put out our annual best of T-F-H-I-T-A-W-W-N-M-A-M-T-A-B-I-T-C-M-T-A-B-T-P-A-A-T-W, mm -hmm. we are going to, yeah, we're get, when we update it every year with the new clips this is there's definitely gonna be some in this so thank you so much for playing dan and Stuart. thank, thank you, you uh to everyone out there for listening thank you to whoever invented marriage because you know what it may have started as a way of treating women as property and cementing the uh the bonds between royal houses but it's turned into a really beautiful way for two or more people to share their lives together and that's really something uh so let's thank everybody out there who's ever felt love those who are searching for love and those who need love because we all need each of those people. Maybe one or two of them are a little extraneous, but I'm not the one to judge. Who can tell? Sure. That's that's for God to know. So yeah, I'm also a couple of them can go away. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's not. There's a lot of people. I'm sure not all of them are necessary for the functioning yeah, yeah, of the world. Yeah, but, you yeah, know, sure. But, True, hey, yeah, yeah. I, but I can't choose which. So let's let everybody stay. Yeah, just write some names <laughs> in your death note, Elliot. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah this, we don't. I forgot I have this death note, and I never use it. I should really <laughs> use it more often. I got so, you that for your birthday. I want to thank our <laughs> thank uh, Alex for producing and editing this. I want to thank everyone at Max Fun. Uh, there's lots of other great Max Fun shows out there, so please uh, take a listen and uh, enjoy them. And from all of us here at T F H I T A W W N M A M T A B I T C M T A B T P A A T W. Thank you. Good night. Stay tuned next week to this channel, this space. Yep. I don't know. Yep. For another episode of The Flop House, where we'll be watching a movie and talking about it. But until then, this is me with the classic T F H I T A W W N M A M T A B I T C M T A B T P A A T W sign off. Hey, America. 
Keep on T F H I T A W W N M A M T A B I T C M T A B T P A A T Wing. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.